0: To the perspective podcast where we embrace open dialogue from different perspectives about entrepreneurship relationships and education
1: and this open dialogue is needed especially today as we live in a twitter finger society where everyone seems to care more about getting their point across than they are about hearing the other person's perspective
0: if you're ready to grow your business your relationships and your personal development stick with us here at the perspective podcast because sometimes in life to get to the next level you just need a different perspective if I look like what I've been
1: through, I'd be roadkill. Tell me off of the pavement, I'm reeking from the... All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Perspective Podcast. I'm C. Muzan. I got T here with me. Say what's up, T.
0: What's going on, family?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another, another week. Hopefully, everyone's doing well. Having a great... Uh, what is this? End of summer, beginning of fall i don't know what
0: it wants to do
1: exactly. I, I'm
0: still in a summer shirt,
1: but it's kind of cold outside. <laughs> All right, I don't know what's happening, but either way, we're gonna stay consistent. We're back here, uh, having topics, uh, having another conversation about a topic that you know T and I just want to rant on, talk about, debate, give our perspective on. Uh, because again, the premise of the show, ladies and gentlemen, is us just uh diving in and talking about those important topics or those. Uh, topics that you we know are on your mind that maybe you just need a different perspective on or maybe you haven't heard another perspective. So it's always good to just have the dialogue. Uh, today, we kind of, again, you guys know T and I start at one place and at another place, right? We'll start, <laughs> we start our conversations um, in one area. And today, the area that uh, T had brought up right before we started recording this uh, was the uh actor aj a. johnson it was a.j johnson that's yeah name, right? yeah yeah ezell
0: yeah better right? known as ezell
1: that's right in a bunch of movies and friday uh in, in in a few different things but uh unfortunately players club yeah that's up. right to players <laughs> club all that stuff but uh, unfortunately um you know he passed away uh, a few weeks back and uh there were some things that started to come out into the press right about him not being prepared his family not being prepared His wife wound up coming out making a statement and uh, we're gonna i'm gonna let t dive in and kind of talk a little bit about that but how that's going to transition our conversation today is really diving around the expectations of families and of Mm -hmm. loved ones and of people that are around we're gonna start here but you know how we flow so t fill people in on like a little bit of the context of that story and then we'll dive into like how we're having the conversation
0: so, so essentially, I mean, the long story short is like, this is a story we've, we've heard plenty of times. Have or, or you seen this story play out at your local corner, uh, corner where there was a fish did or a car wash happening, pretty much? A.J. Johnson didn't have life insurance, nor did it sound like they had the, the financial means um, in liquid cash or in some form of assets that could be liquidated to be able to bury him properly um and and so that's the assumption because people so because there was a gofundme account so i don't know if there was a gofundme account but there was other cash it was like hey let somebody else pay for this i doubt that usually people don't operate like that that i've ever seen so the assumption is that there was no life insurance in place there was no liquidable assets or no liquid asset already like in the form of cash of some sort or cryptocurrency that could easily be liquidated um to be able to pay for funeral costs Um, And so they started to go fund me. And I think within the first couple of days, they only raised like, they barely raised any money. I think the number was 800 the first article I read. Um, And so his his wife was really upset about this and ended up going and having an interview or some type of interview with TMZ. And um, in reading the statements, it was essentially like, hey, there was a lot of fake love, a lot of these a lot of people, um, you know, talk about how they love my husband, how much his work impacted their life, et cetera, et cetera. Well, my husband now has, he's gone and his family needs help and his kids needs help and support and nobody's financially supporting. And so it's, you know, it's considered fake love was the quote that she said. And so, um, so I started having this conversation, um, you know, with my family around this idea. And, and the idea was that, I guess it was two thoughts. Number one, is it someone else's responsibility, even if they love and take care of you, if they love you to support your family when you didn't properly prepare, right? Um, is it their responsibility? And so the easy answer is, is some people, I guess it's not an easy answer because some people are probably going to say no, But somebody else is gonna say, yeah, that's family. All bets are off. And so this was like kind of the dialogue I've been having this week, um, you know, with, you know, my family um, around this whole conversation of like obligation regardless of. And so some of the things that, and so just so you guys know, like I'm like, I do not expect, God forbid I have things like out of order. I do not expect like somebody to come in and like save my family, right? I do not expect that. However, do what i love to know that that is there absolutely right i would i love to know that i got some people that are going to stand in my corner even when i'm being irresponsible like there is a human side of me that wants to know that but i can't depend on that i can't hope on that and hope is not a strategy i say that all the time with this podcast <laughs> hope is not a strategy all right so you can't be like oh to figure it out i hope it goes well no nope, you don't have a strategy at all and so with that being said there comes down this, so this is how the conversation started, and there's no real and easy answer for this, guys, right, because everybody's going to have different things, some family cultures are more strict with, we're going to take care of, and then other family cultures are like, nah, bro, like, I talked to you this whole time while you was alive, I nah, and now, like, what, right, because the question that came to me was, so you're going to let, like, so you are not you, but like she, the people were talking like, so the family's going to let the other family suffer. The friends are going to let the family suffer because they want to prove a point to the person that's dead. And, and so it's like, it was like a no, but I'm not obligated to. <laughs> right. And so it's like, why, how is it me, my inaction is now punishment, but their inaction is okay. That's it. That's right. And so these are the hard conversations. Right. So I know people are going to be like, well, which side did you stand on? Look, I could be talking to my my brother from another mother. Right. LD. And I'd be like, bro, get your stuff in order. And he don't get his stuff in order. He his if he got kids. Come on. Come on. I got another. You know, I got another bed. I got another this because that's just where I lie with it. But I don't expect everybody to operate with that, those, that same that set of values, right? And so I'll leave it there because this is going to trans, because Chris, I know you have something to say on this. And then it's going to transition into the other part of this family obligation conversation.
1: Yeah, because I mean, on this one side, we're talking about passing away, we're talking about getting someone's affairs in order. I have, obviously, I have uh, uh, a little bit more bias to this side being in the industry where i can protect people with life insurance and making sure sure that they do have an estate plan and all that stuff right so on my side of just this conversation if i just threw it out there for me and you know probably somebody in my family will see this at some point right i i want to out of my heart i want to support mm-hmm. out of my heart i would want to take care of i would want to make sure that the people that I love and care about are taken care of from a financial place because I have talked to them over the years (laughs) about protecting them and their family right with small amounts of money for potential bigger amounts of protection right over the years if it comes 10 years down the line and you they know what I do and everyone around knows what we do and I've had a conversation with you and you said you're good and then the you know the tragic thing happens and your family's not good I'm not going to want to take care of that financially I'm not going to want to to your wife's point like am I punishing the dead no I don't think that I am I just It's tough when I say, this will help you, this will help you, this will help you, this will help you for years and you don't take the help. And now you really need our help Mm -hmm. financially. And again, money is just a tool. It is what it is. It's not even that you're going to hold on to it long. Right. But from a principal standpoint, kind of, it's like, I don't know that I want to help out, but I will be there emotionally making sure like, you know, I'm going to show up. I'm not turning my back on you, but I don't feel obligated to pay for that funeral to pitch in 20,000 to pitch in 10,000 i don't feel obligated to do that as a family i feel obligated to support you emotionally and this is where we're going to take this conversation and this is
0: this was the conversation around with his with his with uh, aj johnson's wife what i took from it so this is my take my opinion because it wasn't financial which actually was what was being asked for the term that was used was fake love. People yeah. were sending their prayers or their this, you know, whatever it might be, but they needed cash. They didn't need emotional support. Well, at they they not saying they don't need emotional support. Right. They wanted emotional support and the act and some actual something tangible that could go to the funeral parlor, you know, funeral right. home.
1: Right. But that's what it sounded like she was asking for. Is that it, when she says fake love, it's really more like. Yeah, no one's supporting us financially. You say you you cared about us, right? You might send us a phone call or a card or a flower basket or your prayers or a tweet or something along those lines to say, Mm -hmm. hey, you care, but we need money and no one's giving us money. Now, that right there, again, you're picking how people will support you. Like, I don't want your prayers even if that's what you're willing to give me because you do actually care, you can only give me what I want, what I actually feel like I want from you. That is what will show me that you care. Yeah. And that seems irresponsible, right? (laughs) That, from that that mindset, it seems irresponsible. Like any way somebody wants to support you should be good enough for you. Any way somebody wants to support you should be good enough for you because that's how they want to support you. That's how yep. they want to support you. Unless you're married and we're talking about, right, we're working as a team and I yeah, need yeah. from you and you need this for me. So I got to do that. Outside of that, there's no obligation for me to support you in the way you want to be supported.
0: So then the question becomes, right. And so, and yes, I, yes, I understand. Um, and I think about like, could we talk about like you know about being like Bible principled, right? Mm-hmm. A lot on this podcast. Um, there is a, there is a, there is a place where there's prayer support, emotional support. Then it does get to that place of like, I actually need to do something, right? And I I need to do something, tan- like right now, tangible, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, type of deal. Unless my prayer gonna touch you and you are gonna get healed a right now tangible, right? Like, you know, unless that translation is quick like that, right, like we see in the Bible. So there is a place. So the question, so there is a place and time for that. And I think you agree to that, cause we talked, cause you said it on the front end of it. The question becomes, are you actually supporting me if you're supporting me in a way that actually doesn't translate to value for me? Mm. Sure. Right, it's like the customer. Like I'm like, oh, I got this water. I got this water. It's valuable. And you're like, what well, I want it, I, I want Kool Aid. I I need the I need the sugar and the red dye in there, <laughs> right? So like, what you're offering me is okay. I know it's good for me, but what I actually wanted is the Kool Aid. So the question becomes, can you actually support someone if you're doing it in if what you're doing they don't find valuable? Hmm.
1: I would still say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like, mm, uh,
0: yes, no. <laughs> so that's the big question here. Because this translates, this is the bridge to our other part of this conversation.
1: Yeah, it is. But It's just tough to know because like, is that person being thoughtful? You know, are you being thoughtful? If, if I know you need money, let's just keep it there. I know yeah. money is the, the area you need. And let's say I have it, Mm -hmm. let's uh, suppose I have the money. I know that, you know, what would really help you is five grand.
0: Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Whatever
1: it is, right? Could I get that to you? But also what I am more sometimes willing to do, or maybe instead of the inclination that like, I just want to give you that because to me, maybe, and again, this is where it goes to like the other person versus you and how you're thinking about it. to me i could just give you that but that is not going to go to all the things that maybe i feel like i would want to support you in maybe Mm -hmm. i want to come over and cook you dinner maybe i want to like get you you know a spa day maybe i want to have come around like you know what i mean it's not i would look at it like it's not about like me spending the money but it's about saying man is this really what you need like do you really just want to accumulate some cash right now? Like, yeah. Things are like, can I help you in this area? Or I feel like this will support you more because maybe this will help you.
0: Mm. First, so like, let me. So okay, so let me. If I hear, it, I want to because I want to break this down because like I'm the other person listening to to. You. So it's almost like you want to take a wide view of the situation because somebody because people sometimes are in the trees they can't see the forest. Right. So you so almost like you're like, hey, I want to be just in case, because you're in trauma right now, you're in frustration mode right now, you're in like execution mode. Maybe I can see some other things that you may not be able to see, and I can provide value to even know you need it. Right. Is that what I'm
1: hearing? That's that's very much so. Cause as you're saying that, and the reason why I parallel that to marriage when I said like that marriage conversation, because this is actually how I think about marriage and relationship, is like sometimes my what my wife will ask for something right my support in some area yeah and i'll I'll hear it and i'll be like yeah but really i think you need this right because i know that's what you think you need but like i'll give you some of that but really this is what i think would help the situation outsider looking in spouse right like just kind of looking at the picture i feel like i have that space because it's my spouse
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she knows you. She knows you're going to do that.
1: Exactly. What we're saying is take it outside of that context. You don't know that, but I still view it the same way. Hey, you might ask me for this, but really I'm looking at this whole thing. as like, man, you might need this because you're thinking about the burial of your spouse, but I'm trying to set your kids up. For college. So, can I get them in this program or some? Can I introduce them to the guy that puts them in this program that sets them up? Maybe I'm thinking about it that way for them. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't love you or support you. I'm just not doing it in the way that you're asking me for. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't care. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to that expectation is like, well, you're just expecting me to give you the money or expecting me to support you in the way that you want to be supported but don't discredit the fact that I'm supporting in this way. Cause I might feel like that's better for you.
0: Yeah. I, you know, it's tough because like, I'm like the, I'm like the to, like not total opposite, but I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm just like, most people don't get what exactly what they want. So if they ask for something, I really want to get them exactly what they ask for. That makes sense. Cause people like, 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 like if you can finally muster up the energy to ask what you really want, like I'm like, how special would that be now? I guess the, the downside to that is you actually don't know what you want. You get it. And then it's still like, and then I'm like, well, Hey, you, you said, look, you said that's what you wanted. Right. So there's not like a lot of like outside of insight for me because I'm like, what do you want? So this always happens every year for birthdays, Christmas, et cetera, in my household. <laughs> what are you going to get for this person? What do they want? <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's like literally my and gut reaction what do they want I don't know it should be thoughtful I was like look I I am thinking what do you want (laughs) like like I don't want to try to figure out what I think you might want like I'm on the opposite end of this I'm like what do you want most people don't get what they want in life this is your opportunity right now to say what you want and I will say maybe three things of what you want because I may not be able to get that one but I can I can work within this scope of things right and so my wife, she's like totally opposite. She's like totally opposite. She's like, oh, this thoughtful gift. Look what I got for you. I'm like, yeah, you're going to put this like flower bouquet together, do something. They're going to be like, oh, and I'm going to be like, what do you want? they like, man, I really want to go to the Eagles and Cowboys game. And I'm like, here you go. Eagles yeah. and Cowboys game tickets, baby. I think I'm the total opposite on that.
1: I, I hear you. And it's funny because. I think what what works is the, what's right in the middle, right? is never the extremes, right? It's, it's never
0: the extreme. right I just don't I just want people to get and I don't want to have to think about it. I just want people to have what they want. I, like,
1: I, it's funny because I want the same thing, but I'm more like your wife. I, I believe in the it's so funny as we're going through this, man. I'm thinking like do I really want that Because it, it, it works a couple of different ways. I like to surprise and delight. That's what you're ta- what your wife's talking about.' It's like oh, I don't
0: like surprises at all.
1: I see, like, I, I love to surprise and delight. I love, like, I'll maybe she'll hear this one day. I don't know. But there's um, a couple uh, in our business, not in our business, but like, you know, that I've networked with. Yeah, sent me a ton of referrals, right? A ton of referrals. And they've supported our business so much just by sending referrals. Yeah. And um, she came out and said, like, one of her I don't know her favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream was some like Cinnabon. It was just yeah, a, yeah, yeah, it was something just, crazy. Like, yeah, it was a random conversation, and in the, I stored that in the back of my mind to know the way that I'm gonna, you know, surprise her is is I'm gonna send her like a fucking tub, of
0: <laughs>
1: right? To be like, hey, I was listening. It was thoughtful. Yeah. Might yes. not be right. What you want right now? But like, I know you like that because we talked about it. Yes, yes. yes, I like
0: that's the middle. That's That's the middle. middle. That's right. That's okay. I can work with that. Like, I'm either going to... If I don't ask you directly, that's because I know there's something already there. That's right. So that's the only time. But if I don't know if there's something there, I'm coming to you and I'm going to be like, what do you want? Yeah. And my wife hates it because, like, so there's been many like birthdays of mine or, or different occasions when we actually did buy each other's gifts. Cause for so long, we didn't do the gift thing. Uh, that's, that's like, that's like, it's always, sometimes it's low key, like a, 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 the, the broke parents way of saying, like we don't have a lot of money. So we spend our money on our kids. So we don't do gifts for ourselves. It's just the reality of it. Listen, we'll, right?
1: be, we'll do gifts around here. We just made that a rule. Like,
0: like, see, like, so, and I, and so we don't really like do gifts, but like every now and then we'll, we, we have been more recently. Sure. And so we were like, um, my wife gets frustrated because, like, I know what I want. Like, when I know what I want, I know what I want. Yeah. And if I say what I want, and she doesn't confirm that she's going to do that, guess what happens? It's an argument. Huh? No, no. Well, no, not even. No. I go get
1: you it. Get it yourself. I just you... go
0: get it myself because I know what I want. Yeah. And then she'll be like, "So you you bought yourself that?" And I was like, "Yeah, I was telling you for three weeks that I wanted it." And she was like, Well, I was gonna get it to you for Father's Day or whatever. And I was like, Well, you never told me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not with the surprise and delight. If I say something, you better all, you wouldn't even it wouldn't even be bad if you were like, Don't worry about that, I got you. I will wait, whatever time frame you want to do it. But if you, if I keep saying something and you don't confirm that you're gonna do it for me. I'm saying it for myself. <laughs> yeah. I am going to go out and buy it, and that's going to be it. So, there's been frustrations around the house at times before. She was like, I don't even know what I'm going to get you because you always go buy your own stuff. I'm like, then you should start. If you have intention of doing something, you should say something. You don't want to be surprised? No, I don't want to be surprised. I don't care about that. I, I like the certainty care. of knowing I'm going to get what I want. I don't like the uncertainty and hope that I might get it. Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs>
1: Listen. This is and and for all the listeners, you guys are hearing it. There's these are they're different areas that motivate us or right allow us to uh, get the things that we want in life. Yes. Right? Sometimes it's about just asking directly for it and being like, yes. "This is what I expect and this is what I want," and hopefully the people around you can support and appreciate that and respect that and get you those things. Then there's the other side of people that don't want to ask for what they want they kind of expect you to kind of know or yes. they assume that like you should understand what they need during those times. Yes. Uh, and that's kind of what what we play off of. And, you know, again, just to double back and tie it back in with this situation um, with A.J. Johnson's family, right? Yeah. Like his his wife, it sounds like she expected something up front. She expected everyone to support with money she expected that people knew that like, oh, when he passed away, like we don't have income now or whatever yeah. they thought she might've expected that. Then it didn't happen in the way that she wanted. Then she had to come out and give a statement to say, hey, this is how I want it. And <laughs> she ended up, raising, is, uh, and
0: they ended up quickly raising like $45,000 right so after now, that.
1: Worked work to her benefit. I mean, closed mouths don't she get said, fed, right? She like,
0: said exactly what she wanted. Very clearly, it was not, there was no like, ambiguity about it,
1: <laughs> it to, like you know was that a misunderstanding a miscommunication like are is she cool with the friends now the people that did send her some money Yeah,
0: now it comes into the awkward moment of I didn't sin in the time you expected but now but you said something so whether I did it for guilt or like oh crap that's my bad right Now, how does that, how does that move forward? And so this just translates into the other part of conversation, which Mm -hmm. we were talking about. We were supposed to use as an opener and then we Mm use this, but that turned into a whole deal, which is fine. Let's, let's, let's like segue this into like business, small Mm -hmm. business. Are your family and friends or how do people feel about their family and friends support of their small business, especially from the start? Because I can tell you, I do not have a shortage of Facebook and Instagram posts from my friends and family pissed off that their friends and family won't support them, won't follow their TikTok, won't follow their Instagram, won't follow their this, won't support them, won't buy nothing, the strangers that support them more. I There is a frustration
1: and I have seen over the last two, three years. I see those posts. At least once a week, at least they are
0: frustrated with Literally. their family and friends. Yeah. They yelling at them through Facebook with the with the subliminals, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> or direct. I don't know. You know, maybe it's direct. I, well,
1: I don't think people are that direct because they don't call people out. But I've seen mm. a ton of like frustrated uh, people, small business owners. I know we're going to talk network marketers, right? Yeah, I yeah, network marketers, especially. People that are just You're like, not going
0: to start help support yeah. my business, but you'll go buy a thousand dollar pair of Yeezys, but you won't invest a hundred dollars with me.
1: It's crazy, right? <laughs> it's, it's crazy that, and again, I don't want to say it's crazy because there's a lot of people that think this way. Yeah. That like, again, back to this conversation, what's your expectation? Yeah. Your expectation is because you've created a business, a business yeah most people just like have a product to sell they didn't really that's really
0: what it is to
1: have a product that you want to yeah. sell somebody yeah and because you don't know anyone else you are going to expect that the people that know you will buy it from you yes that expectation one as a business person is just it's a false expectation yeah yeah it's the false expectation just going into business in general the people that I know should support me by buying the thing that I create. That's just that's just nonsense. Yeah, right? that's just nonsense. But the expectation again is that you're going to spend money with me. That's
0: really the expectation, right? Because there's other ways to support. Now, now, now. Okay, so this go, like so, let's take the framework, right? Because we're using two two different situations, but there's the same expectation around it. <clears throat> I. I want to support like my people's business, right? Like I've had so you know, there's a lot of people starting business around me. I don't buy everything. I'll I'll admit like, you know, it's too many of y'all. Everybody starting one. I'm just, the way my, like Kevin Hart, the way my bank account set up, right? You know what I mean? Like I don't, we don't spend a lot of, and that's a, we don't naturally spend a lot of money on stuff. We kind of got our things that we buy consistently over and over again, but I'll jump out there every now and then. I'll, I'll, you know, like Jules, you know, I got to grab a sweater. We play ball together. Like, of course, I rock out with sweaters. Perfect translation, right? Um, Angel had like a workout day. My wife was working out. Here we go. Like, you know, there was different things that made sense. Mm -hmm. But like, if I don't like, if I don't naturally, I'm not naturally inclined to buy that product. I'm less, I, I feel less obligated to purchase it. Now, I still might because, but like, I don't feel like I have to because you sell it. Maybe I can, hey, I can like a post, comment on a post, share a post. Like there's other means of like trying to push it out there, join your group so you can get your followers up. I just have all these groups I'm a part of. Like there's (laughs) other ways that you could do it. But like there is, that's where I'm more inclined to be like, I don't really use that. Right. So I don't really feel like I want to buy that because I don't normally buy that anyway. It's just going to sit there. I'm buying it for you. I would rather you just ask me for the money. I give you the money and tell you to go give it away to somebody for free.
1: See, that's crazy, right? That I like, rather
0: you, if you ask me for something, I, maybe I would I would buy it. But like, there's been times where I didn't buy something from like people, my family, friends, or like network, if you will. And I'm like, here goes the money. Just give it to give it away to somebody free as a sampler and hope they keep buying.
1: So that the the reason you do that, and I don't know, I'll throw this out there. You tell me how if, if this hits the mark, the reason you do that is because you care more that that person knows that you support them than you care about the money that you're giving to it, right? Like
0: one, it, you know, I got my background a little off, but yes, my thumb is up,
1: <laughs> right? That's it, and so this kind of, but that's like, how I show it. That's how you show it. That's, yeah. that's how you show it. And so that is your personal preference to say, you know what, it's not about money. Because that's what happens is people think it's about money. When these when small business owners or people that are like in the, you know, starting their business or whatever, they're going to friends and family, they think it's about money, they always make it about money. They make it about like, well, you spend money over there. So why don't yeah. you spend money here? Well, it's not always about the money. It's yeah. not always about that. It's not always that I'm, okay, so if I buy your thing instead of that thing, that means I care more about, right, like, I don't no. know, it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that, like, I choose how I support. I choose what the support looks like, right? I choose it. Now, I know these are things that might help. You think that getting the sale might help your business or might help, or your network marketers might help you win the contest or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get it. I want to support you on that side. But I might not want to spend money. Right. Like it's tough for me. I'll tell you, I look at this from a like a uh the entrepreneur side is after I got away from, because I think we all get it a little bit. I'm not going to say that I'm exempt from it in the early, early stages, you guys have to remember those of you listening, like I've been in this entrepreneur, this, this business space for having a job in 70 over seven years. Right. So like I've been down this path, kind of figuring out, talking to people and right. Supporting people and all that stuff. What I learned on my side was that I would never, like, I knew that I would never put people in that position to say that, like, you need to buy from me. You need to buy. Like You
0: owe me. Right. You You owe owe me.
1: Right. Like you owe me because I know you like I I don't I never put I never wanted to put people in that position after the first like few months that I felt myself kind of go in that direction and thinking that. Yeah. And instead, what I said is it's on me, the business owner, to make you care about what I do enough that you will come to me because we do have a relationship because Mm -hmm. we are family. Yeah. You do know me. That's what, so it's my job to make sure that I've built something that you would want to support, that you would want to use, that I can put in your face enough before, and eventually you're going to be like, oh, Chris has got, I, I got to go see Chris, yeah. right? Like that's on me, the business. Or
0: people want to refer, like, right. if, even if it's not me, here, here goes somebody. That's but, it. But you're not, so you look at this, and and, and so you tell me if I'm wrong on this one, you look at this like it is the same way with um, a customer. It is my job to, to, to present so much value that you as the customer want to then take your money and purchase what I have because you feel like the value that you're going to get from what I have is more than the money that I'm spending on it. That's it. It's no difference. No difference.
1: That's it. That's all. You just
0: maybe do it differently because- you got a, a tight relationship with somebody mm-hmm. on the other than compared to like a complete still, stranger,
1: Right, but they're still a customer. They would still be a client. Still they are clients client. Right. Like, so I'm treating everyone the same. I just don't have an expectation that my best friend should be my client. I don't have an expectation of that. I, I hope they, I hope they one day see value in what I do. Right. Yeah. Like it's kind of the old thing I told you, right. Jesus couldn't perform miracles in his own town. He had to go out right? Before the world understood. And then, right, you can come back and do it. So I get it, right? Like, I'll go help other people financially, other people that are strangers that, right? Like, that's totally cool. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, I hope you come back and allow me to help if that, if that be it. If not, then, you know, it is what it is, but I don't have an expectation. That doesn't make me say you're being a bad family member or a bad friend or anything along those lines. I just haven't created enough value for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, and now, now I will say. So let's let's cut, let's call out one of the elephants in the room here. Sometimes people don't support um, family and friends um, is because they feel like they should get it at a discount. So that's why sometimes they don't get the support is because they're like, "Well, I'm not about to pay you full price for said product, service, etc." When I know you small, I know you this, but I'm going to pay the same price I pay to you that I go pay to, let's call it Nike. Mm-hmm. and But Nike, I see this value. You're you. I, you don't have that value yet. So why would I give you $20 for a shirt when I can go give Nike $20 from a shirt, right? Or oh, like, so,
1: worse, like this is what I see even more. I'll go, Why should I give you $20 for a shirt where I can go to Nike and get it for $12? because if you, oh yeah, that's,
0: yeah, that's the, that's the, yeah,
1: small businesses that like, it's just, there's a markup on your stuff. Like I want that. Sure. But like, technically I can get it faster and cheaper over here too. So now you're not even competing. That's when I go back to the business side of things. Like you didn't even compete for my business. You didn't even like, what's better about yours. Now you're, you're making me be a consumer to be like, well, why would I pay you $8 more when I could pay that? Now you have to prove it to me not just on our friendship, like that, your product is better and I should actually buy your product.
0: And again, this goes back to they're a, cons- they're a customer. You have, if I'm going to charge more than market for my product or service, what that the perception of what they're getting with me needs to be higher. Right. Or I need to drop my price. Right. Now, That's I'm right. a big believer in don't drop your price, sh- give more value. Mm-hmm. Like that's where, because that's where, so just the business lesson here, guys. Business is about the ability to be able to show value to the market, but ultimate, not ultimately, but, and extract as much cash as you can, net profit, net profit as you can from
1: the business, right? The business, so, the business of business is to stay in business.
0: There you go, right? And 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 then and then have you that business does the things that you wanted to do, buy property for you, like Chris talking about going out to Montana or somewhere, buying up all these acres and building a fort, you know, and and having like his own military base on site and all that stuff, like whatever that is for you. Me, I want to go live on the beach. That's how we start this thing. I was I was just at a resort in Virginia Beach, literally on the beach. So every time we got out of a meeting, we had a meeting break. I walked outside and walked to the beach, right? And I was like you know, this could be, this could be my day to day. It didn't matter if it was a five minute meeting, a five minute break or a 15, 30 minute break or lunch. I went out to the beach. I said, man, it, I was so calm. I was so centered. I was so relaxed every moment. So businesses can put you in a position to do whatever you want to do, but you got to be able to have the cash to do it. People think, and this is like straight, I just totally going like this is less than here. People think, oh, I need to drop my price. So I can get more market share. No, you don't. The race to the bottom is how you go out of business. Keep your price. I would offer increase your price and increase the value. You'll get more people that come and you don't even need as many people. Everybody's not Walmart, okay? You're not going to walmart wasn't even always walmart <laughs> right you know you're not going to compete on that level so offer more value don't take less stuff away and that's part of the problem too so that's just a side note business note to that point with chris if you're saying it's 20 dollars for a shirt and the major competitor in the world is at 12 dollars, you better have more value than you know me i'm the homie the everything else. And
1: that's how they approach though. That's how you approach is like you should get this because you know me. You, sh- you want to no. support me.
0: Like no. Sell your shirts at twenty dollars of value. Look, who who did a great job of this? Um um Fubu, right? When they're coming up. I'm like, I'm I'm blessed enough to know like some of the like Founders of Fubu, or one of the founders of Fubu, like I, at least I know them and had conversations with them. And their, their brother is like who I'm like, really close friends with. Um, but I kind of like, I saw, I heard a lot of stories of their like start. Like it was, it was a, it was a, they weren't like the cheapest, right? right? They weren't the cheapest, but it was about for us, by us. There was a movement behind it. There was something people can extract value from, perception value from, even though they may be more expensive. But when you bought that clothing with that hat, when LL came out with it, right? You know, from Southside, Jamaican Jamaica, Queens and all that other stuff. Like when that started happening, people were buying, I'm about this movement. Thus, the price could be higher. That's right. that's right. Right? So you got, if you want your family and friends and everybody to support, treat them just the same way you would a customer. Show them the value of why your stuff is more expensive.
1: And that means, and that's about, I agree, and make sure that you are learning business because a lot of the stuff that we're talking about right now, this is your business acumen. Yes. How how do you add value, right? How do you stand out? Because again, you're just, most people are just trying to sell a product. You have a product and most times you didn't even create that product. You're just trying to sell that product. You're just trying to market that product. So how much of that product do you understand? Yes. According to the market, according to your target and their needs? How do you add value that this is sales conversation? How do you ask the right questions? You know what I mean? Like that's your business acumen. So you stop approaching your cousin, like, Hey, cuz I know, you know, "Eh, come on, man, help me out. Help me out. Hey, here, take this. Hey, you want this? You You cannot build
0: a business around help unless you're a charity. And even them, they (laughs) still struggle (laughs) with the help.
1: (laughs) listen, I worked, I worked with a nonprofit for a little bit of time. And the number one thing I saw in the nonprofit world, because not only was I running it, like when you get, when I was the ED (coughs) executive director, you get a chance to meet all the other nonprofits in your area, right? Because y'all all all are doing the same stuff. So y'all trying to get the same grants and talk to the same people. Everyone struggled with money because they all thought that like people, this is the, man, I'm (laughs) transitioning to this. The number one issue with nonprofits or not for profit entities, is everyone that runs them, most of the people, 99% of the people that run them, have a big heart and they care about their cause and they care about the mission. And their mistake is they believe that everyone should care about their mission the way they do. Yes. They and and give, care
0: with their money and care with their and money. time, exactly. volunteer hours.
1: Right. Like because you're so passionate about saving the cats everyone I talk to, what, you're not going to donate money to the cats? are you? Look sick? at this picture
0: of this cat. Yeah, you look, don't see you? the little
1: sick cat? It's, it's, a, it's a cat. You're not going to give money and they get yes. frustrated yes. like you're almost like required to give because you have a good cause. It's yeah. the number one thing I see in nonprofit world is like, no, 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 you still have to add value. You still have to go talk to that person and say, hey, what are you about? Hey, what, what, what are your missions in life? Yes. Hey, big donor. Hey, what are you trying to push forth in the world?
0: And what? how can I line my nonprofit exactly. up with that? So you still feel like you're living out your values as a donator through this.
1: I had to bring, like, this was what I did when I was there for a short period of time. I was like, I was in charge of connecting us to the donors because they yeah. couldn't find money. They couldn't raise money. I was like, well, you got to talk to people where they are at. You can't just think that everybody's going to want to support you because we're doing something good. Yeah, we are doing something good. But like they got 80 things that they're doing good too. So like why they got to support us. I had to go make introductions and be like, hey, I see you care about this part of the world, right? Hey, here's what we're doing over here on our side to help with that. Would that be something you would want to put money into or donate to, right? And then all of a sudden the conversation becomes different because I created value for that person I'm going to ask money for, right? That is is how you do it. That is how you do it. You have to create value. And that comes down to how good you are as a business person. And so I'm gonna let you jump in on this, but my last point, what I was gonna say to this, and people have to understand that like in business, you're going to only go as far as your vision will allow you. And Mm -hmm. so if you're not getting better, in your business and sharing your vision people won't believe in you to buy it yeah the other side of this is yeah it might be about price and sometimes people might make it about money but it's also they don't really believe in you or what you're doing
0: listen look look so i'm glad you went there so in, in my business right um we there's five things um that people are actually grading out on grading you out on or the business out on be, before it's really even about price it's like number 1 is it the right company right like we talk about this all the time is it the right company like are you a reputable trustworthy company you can be new but are you, can i perceive you as reputable right number 2 like in our in our world is the actual tech that actually does, that comes out. Like, do I like you as an individual? That could be your sales rep. That could be the person at the counter. That could be your cashier. That could be the greeter. Like, who are the people here, right? Then it's the solution. Like, what are you offering me? Like, what are you offering? Can I connect that with my life? Can I see that my problem, whatever it is, is solved? Whether I'm hungry, will I be full? Not only will I be full, will I like it, (laughs) right? Then it's time. Like. And what speed at which can I get my stuff? Here goes another problem sometimes with people that are doing the t-shirts and stuff. Like, like there was a time where I waited, like I waited so long for a t-shirt that I forgot I bought it.
1: <laughs> poor, <system. laughs> right. like, poor, poor business acumen. That's right. Just, I, that's the way it goes. I
0: forgot I bought it. Like, you know, it was like, I was like, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I did order that t-shirt. Right. And then it comes down to price, right? So, but before it comes down to price, company. You as an individual or whoever is representing your company, what solution, like, all right, what is the exactly that you're offering me? And then what's the time on it? What's the logistics of me being able to experience and enjoy this thing? And then we'll talk about price. But I tell you one thing, here goes the secret. You want to hear the secret? If those other four things are really high up and they feel really, really great about it, they're willing to pay more money for it.
1: Price Price doesn't doesn't matter.
0: They're willing to pay more money for it. Like, listen, there are companies out there right now that sell cars. Okay, I know the car sales world. Know a lot of these companies, and the banks that they use have the highest interest rates the state allows. I'm talking 20, 30 percent interest rates. Now look at Chris his 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 business uh, side. His, his you see him cringe, y'all. Like you <laughs> see him tighten up. If you're listening to this, you need to get on the YouTube channel and and, and watch Chris cringe up right now. Oh man. But, you know, but they sell over 100,000 cars a year. They sell thousands of cars. Some people sell a little bit less. Some people sell more. You want to know why? It's because when they go into those dealerships, people go in. The product is the product. Everybody got the car. Everybody knows about the car. But the level of professionalism, the level of experience people feel in that hour to three hours in the dealership, or sometimes online buying the car, a lot of dealerships are going to do that now, right? It's so great they're willing to then go into what a lot of people would consider not the greatest loan, but it wasn't even about that. It was about all the experience that they had going into it. They still want to purchase from that company. They still was willing to go through that bank. They were still willing to do those things because of the experience that they had. It ain't always out of desperation. Sometimes people would do that out of desperation, but there's an argument to say, if you were desperate, that means everybody else said no, but I was valuable enough to say yes right if that's the case desperation means you everybody said no to you the fact that i said yeah is extremely valuable to you right and so with that being said you got to be able to do this like so we didn't talk about like i'm just gonna recap this real quick because we did kind of went all over the world with this (laughs) we started off with family obligation around like and people obligation around if you don't have your things in order giving people exactly what they want or trying to help figure out what they might want, right? Mm -hmm. To expectation in business, if you run a nonprofit to how to increase value in certain areas of the business, how to keep your prices up above the market. So you don't have to fight at the bottom with everybody else. You can have less customers and make more money. Mm -hmm. I learned that very well in, in one of my last opportunities, we sold less and made more money. And it was mind boggling that when I dissected, I said, Booyah, totally that, get it.
1: That is the because that's a, a a clear business formula, right? Some people choose to sell million-dollar homes. Some people want to flip homes and make, you know, five grand on a flip and do 50 of them. And yes. somebody's like, I'll just sell this $1 million home and take me three months to sell it. Yes. And I'll, I'll get the check.
0: Yeah, I'll do four of those, yeah. right? Like I'll do yeah. four of those yeah. instead of 50 okay. of the other ones. Yeah. But whatever it is you're doing, you got to show value. And I think my final thought on this is, I don't like, I am one of those people where I wanna give, I want you to know that, you know, I love and I support, you know, we're within reason, I say within reason, right? Um, However, like, I don't like have that expectation for others. Now, my therapist say that might not be the best, like the best way of living all the time. However, however, I don't have that expectation of others not in a negative way, because that's what I used to do—be negative, like oh, ain't nobody gonna support me. But that's a negative mindset with it. It's just hey, like I want to build my business. I want to build this thing in a way that, like, I don't, I don't have to, I don't need people to feel obligated to do it. If they do it, because they want, like, I'm going to give them so much value that they're going to want to do it. They're going to want to support. They're going to want to help. They're going to want to. And then I don't have to go chase. It's like I don't have to go chase at that point. It can come to me. And so that's kind of like my deal on it. So I get family and friends, that I kept talking to. I'm probably still. I'm going to do it. I'm be pissed off, probably in, internally about it, but I'm gonna love and support you. What do you need? Okay, you sure you need that? If I can see you need something else, I'll help out. But if you're asking for it, I'm gonna give you what you got. But if it comes down to me, I want to have my stuff prepared where I don't need it. And if you, if I get it, it's just extra at that point. So that's my that's my wrap it's up the all yeah.
1: of this great, I mean it's a great perspective honestly too right it's a great perspective and and again we 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 are compassionate empathetic people like at the end of yeah. the day we're going to help like we're going to help you know what I mean I'm always going to help I'm always going to help family I'm always going to help friends I'm always going to do that but for the sake of the conversation and for the sake of right understanding that like you shouldn't have those expectations for people right I don't think that there is that that's a bad thing Right, like you said, in the negative, not having a you know expectations like oh, no one's gonna support me, like that type of thing. Like that's yeah, more of yeah, a yeah. negative connotation. But like really, I think it's the best way to live life, thinking and knowing that like no one, like I don't have an expectation for how you're gonna perform in your life. There might be things that I want. There might be things like yeah. you know, I believe that you might do, you right? do. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But I have no expectation for that because what happens is if I hold you to this expectation and you fall short. I'm disappointed, yeah, I'm hurt, yeah. like it's me, that's on me. So like, it's not that like, I don't care. It's just, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. My job in business, if we're gonna talk from a business perspective is to add enough value so that you see what I do and you want to work with me or you want to buy my product or you wanna support in the way that you wanna support. Because mm-hmm. if I can get you to support in the way you wanna support, that support will come, right? You'll ha- It'll be a abundant. A bunch of yeah. it
0: you'll keep doing it
1: keep doing it in the way you're yeah, yeah. gonna do it right it's kind of like you know church when back in the day you go to a smaller church they pass the collection plate and they don't get enough then they stand there and they start saying like hey we need to a... come on y'all <laughs> like we're hey, we
0: about 250 short for the light bill
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when you feel like but when you feel obligated it's not even tied it's not even offering you're not even doing it out of you're right an
0: obligation yeah
1: it's it it becomes different so that's not it like the best you know if you want to parallel in churches really quick like mega churches or big churches like they handle their business the church doors will be open with regardless they're doing the right things so when i come to give i don't give out of obligation I give because you've created this and I want to be able, like you've created a house for me, right? To be able to go and worship and all those things, but yeah. you don't need it. You're not expecting me to keep this thing open.
0: Yeah, and- well, well. so, okay. So it's funny, I, man, we're about to go into a whole <laughs> another conversation about this. Just I have a lot to say on this just topic. It, just you, touch you,
1: it quick, because I know what you're- Yeah, you
0: brought up, like you, you did like open Pandora's box over here with me. I'll say this, for churches, just really quick, really quick. Right, I grew up in the church, um, very fond of the church, and like I know when people usually be like, I grew up in a church, but I hate the church now. That's not me, like you know, people start off with that, they start off with, like, yeah, I used to be that. No, um, it's the same thing. If the members as leadership, if leadership, we do not show what we're doing, the whys behind it, yes. The Bible talks about evangelizing, discipling, and all that other stuff, right? And I'm not downplaying that. Yes, we understand that. But there still needs to be a, how does that relate to me right now? And if church does not show how it's benefiting the community, what the mission it's on, how those things are happening, you're going to continue to have to guilt people and pull people's teeth out to get them to want to give their time, and resources whatever that might be that might be in the form of food that might be in the form of money money like actual cash etc bitcoin some churches probably collecting it right <laughs> or what have you it's going to be hard but the, but like i remember joel olstein said this at one point now I, I i actually attended that church in houston when i was living there so you know a lot of things adjusted not bad but just adjusted but i remember at one point on the television um um like sees television stuff, he would say uh, he would never ask for an offering, like never ask. So usually at the end, it's like donate to this for years. He didn't. And I remember a reporter saying, well, why don't you ask? And he's like, because people just give. He was like, he was like, I don't need to ask. People are just giving to a point of like, I don't even need to. Right, like they feel obligated, like what we're doing, they, they, they understanding what we're about and, and how we're using the resources to benefit the community to do this, to do that. And so, and I know some people are like, oh, but he does this, that's not the point. The point is you can get to a point where you can stop axing per se, in the way that you are there where you got to go hunt the dollar down, right? Chris, you're at a point now in your business, like you don't have to go hunt the dollar down, right? right? You know what I mean? You don't have to go like sell, 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 you got to a point now where there's so much value in what you, this podcast is selling and we ain't, we we haven't asked for nothing. Well, I guess it's just like, click, share, yeah. you know, whatever. So yeah, it's the it. same thing, right? It's the same thing. So you can get to that point. So we've touched on church leaders, nonprofits and non-religious business owners, large, uh, small business owners, it's family, a, deaf.
1: It's a human thing that we're talking about. That's, that's all
0: we're talking about. Thank it's, you, Chris, it's a human, that's all we're talking about.
1: It's a human thing, right? You can't have expectations for other people, have expectations for your life, have yes. the highest expectations for your life and what you're doing and how you're operating and do all of those things to the best of your ability. And then yes, when you, when you can support, right? When you can give, always you should be giving, right? Like giving is a secret to success, right? Like you gotta keep your hands open. So yes, it's not meant to be stingy, but understand that no one can put their expectations on you. No one should guilt you into giving something or supporting something just because, right? You have that control. And for people that are guilting people into supporting That's their not, thing, not that, it's not the way to do it. It's not the way to do it. I don't care if you're running a business, if somebody passed away in the family or you need family support or health support or whatever the case is, or if you are a church leader or a non-religious leader and you're guilting your people into doing something or working longer or all of it, it doesn't work. It does, it's, it's not the way to do it. It's not Not
0: sustainable at all.
1: It's not sustainable. You have to create more value. You have to add more benefits to that person, to the reason why they would give you that time, that money, need your product, send a referral, right? Tithe, whatever it is, you like, you have to create that value. Do not expect people just to give it to you because you know them Yeah. (laughs) because right. You're close because your blood, because your family, that's not an expectation that we need to hold. And I think if we can help people rid that, and this is our perspective, this is my perspective, right? I believe if we can help shift that and rid that from a lot of people and saying, hey, I have no expectation for what you're going to do. I just have expectations for what I'm going to do. And if we maneuver through life that way, you won't be as disappointed. You won't be as mad. You won't be like, oh, they did this to me. Or that nobody, no, I, I tell my team this. And it it is kind of negative, but I tell them this all the time because, you know, in our industry, right, people cancel appointments and, right, they flake on you and they say, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll show up and they don't show up, right? That's human. I always tell people, listen, it's very rare, if not ever, like never, like, are you number one on somebody else's list? Mm -hmm. Maybe your parents, maybe. And even then, once you're old enough, they, you might not be number one every day. They might have two, three, four, five things ahead of you. They care about you and they love you, but you're not number one. And you always have to remember that as you maneuver through life, you're not number one on anybody's list at any given time, right? Like, yeah. if if we do this podcast, I love you, T, right? You're a brother, right? Mm-hmm. Something's going on in my family. Like, we're not doing the podcast. Like, we're not doing the podcast. Today. Over there. Like, it's yeah. just, you're not number one. I'm sorry. Like, it's just yeah. the way it goes. But I don't have, but. You know, that's not an expectation that you hold of me. Like, we were supposed to do this. No. You said, like, no, no, no. It's okay. I understand you have that life. And we have to give people that that room, that grace, yeah. that space to be like, listen, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. I hope, I wish, I want you to support, but like, I'm not number one on your list, just as you're not number one on my list.
0: That's a good way of putting it, Chris. I'm not gonna, you're not gonna always be number one on somebody's list. And most list you're not number one on. <laughs> That's a good point. It's a very good point. That's a very, very thoughtful way of thinking about it and, 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 and illustration, because this happens at all times with like parents, with their kids. And, like, husbands and spouses, it's, like, sometimes, like, you realize, like, I'm not number one on the list. Like, nah, not today, dog. Like, they are. Yeah. So.
1: All right. Okay. It's right. a guess. moving list. It's That's fluid. It. It's fluid. I guess I got to go do my thing. That's why we just got to focus on us, ladies and gentlemen. So. Uh, I like it. Man, it's been good dialogue today.
0: This is, like, four episodes, bro. Like, we. Like we have
1: broken it up probably.
0: Maybe we should, like, I don't know later. So you guys are now getting an aftertake. Like we might, if, we, if you hear this all together, we decide to keep it. If not, you got pieces of it.
1: <laughs> we decide to put this out. Hopefully you guys got some value from it. Hopefully this is shifting your perspective a bit. But again, we always want to hear from you. So hit us up, right? Send us a message, DM us. Right? Yes. Like and comment and share and get this into sure. other people's inboxes. We have no expectation that you do that, but we ask. <laughs>
0: yeah, we ask. It doesn't cost you a thing. Actually, a little. It does cost you some. Cost you some time cost right? you a and time. reputation, right? Because yeah. people see you like something or share some. Like you're literally attaching yourself to us. So we understand. That's okay. actually more expensive than than the cash. So. And we could go
1: on another. You just open. That'll, up- <laughs> That'll
0: be another episode. that be Maybe we'll do that next week. All right. We'll we'll put that out there next week.
1: Maybe because it's true. There's other reasons that hold people back from even pressing that like or comment or share, button. there's actually real things that are holding back. So again, we could dive in, but we want to hear your perspective, guys. Hit us up. Let us know because we want to chat about it. And uh, until next week, we're going to sign off for another episode of the Perspective Podcast. Take care, guys.
0: God bless y'all. Love you.